First off, I'd like to say congratulations. You are in at the beginning of something amazing. I'm about to show you something that's amazing. You guys want to see something amazing? Yes, I want to see something amazing. Yeah. What is it? So amazing. amazing. Whoa, amazing! What are you waiting for? I don't know. Something amazing, I guess. Hello and welcome to Something, something amazing. amazing. I'm Emily Cole. I'm Matt. Saracini. Did you forget your last name for a second? No, there? I was just adding dramatic. Oh, it's a dramatic pause. Yeah. Um, how are you? Oh, so good. So good. Uh, as I mentioned, I went back to the gym for the first time in probably two months, <laughs> so my entire body, head to toe, is in brutal pain. Yeah, but it's it's for good. You nope. know it's for good. No, nah, moving is torture. Okay, well then never go to the gym I'll again. I'll never go to the gym again. Okay. I'm probably gonna go tomorrow though. Okay, well. <laughs> this has been enlightening, this chat. How are you? Um, I'm wicked, thank you. Wicked rad. Yeah, like Melbourne Fringe is on. I'm it seeing is. shows. Yeah. Um, some We're funny being ones. in shows. I've been in a show. Um, by the time this episode comes out, we would have just done 24 Four hours. hours of impro. Uh, next episode might be a little weird. <laughs> I know, because <laughs> we'll be underslept. <laughs> and... Uh, Tired. Yes. Um, so, yeah, it's good, but uh, well, that's not what we're you here to do. You just got your amazing facts. Keep it going. Keep you chugging along. Keep the juices moving. So, this is a podcast. If you're new, welcome. Uh, where well, don't start here. Go back to the beginning. No, no. You've missed out 15 episodes of amazing <laughs> facts. You've only done 15. I know. I we've been doing this for 15 weeks. That's like months. I know. Imagine how you're going to feel when we hit 52. Why that? Because it's a year. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but we do, haven't done it every week. So. I guess it's not an arbitrary number at all. No, no, no. It's actually a very <laughs> important number, 52. I actually thought it was 55. You've blown my mind here. No. I did. No. Maybe I experienced time differently to you, though. Yeah, maybe. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, 12 months, though, that's for sure. Yeah, well, okay. 365 days. So if we, we have a friend who's born on a leap year. Yes. Holly James. Oh, really? She's like four. No, she's older than that. Five, six. She's like six. Yeah. How, how many? No, she's even older than that. Seven? Seven. She must be seven. Or oh, seven and a half, technically. So, we have a seven-year-old friend. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway. She's great. So, if you're new to the show- uh, this is what we do. We uh, stop talking about our lives and then we start- I derail the conversation in some way. <laughs> and then we bring to each other uh, a fact, a story, a tidbit, a tale, a uh, news article. <laughs> it can be anything. It could be, it could be something that happened to us on the street. That yeah, hasn't happened that yet. That hasn't happened yet. That hasn't, hasn't qualified yet. Yeah, because- It'd it, have to be something pretty freaking cool. The benchmark is the thing that is being brought to the show has to be- Something amazing. amazing. Something that blows our tiny little minds. And our they, tiny little minds that doesn't even know how many weeks are in the year. They, well, some of our minds are tiny. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, you're up. You're up, Emily sure. Carl. Uh, what's your something amazing? Okay. Did you know the original height of Mount Everest mm. was calculated to be exactly 29,000 feet How did high. you find this fact? What do you mean? Because I, I know this one. Yeah. Because they calculated it. What, what was it? 29- so, it was 29,000 feet. Yeah. But then they had to, like, um, 
like just add a couple of feet because they didn't want people to like because they was like that's too round a number no one will believe they us. won't believe it so <laughs> <laughs> they're like oh let's just add a couple of of, of feet in there it, it sounds like there, there's that thing like um price psychology like when you yeah, see something like 9.99 versus ten dollars yeah you go well something's or even like seeing something that's priced at six dollars 75 you're like well, they must have thought about why it's that price. Yeah. So I believe that more. If it's than just, just around seven ten, tenner. Yeah, exactly. So and so they do that with a whole mountain. Yeah. Now was this the first p- people to climb it or measure it? Or I think they what? just like go from the bottom to the top with a tape measure. <laughs> like, oh man! Imagine if you let one end go by accident. It would be quite annoying. Oh yeah. man, you'd be furious. <laughs> at I mean, that to person. be fair, they still can't tell you like exactly. The the height, but just however, no, just because of (laughs) mountains moving, the like the how hard it is to measure a mountain. Yeah, but just um, I think um, on this measuring trip, that's what they got, and they were like, well, we can't say that. We can't say that. No one's going to believe we did any work. Yeah. Wow. (laughs) Yeah. Now I'm going to go back to my original question. How did you find this fact? Online. No, precisely where. I'm not telling you my secrets. Because I wonder if you and I have looked at the same Reddit thread. Oh. Which was uh, (laughs) the title of the the thing was like, what is one fact that blows your mind every time you hear it? Well, that just sounds like we're cheating. (laughs) But it is what I did, Are you cheating? Is it that fact? Yeah. Oh, no. Because I was going to, like, do some from that thread when I ran out of actual ideas. Yeah, I've got a ton just, like, a backup. In fact, this was one of my backup ones. Wait, so this is, you're not even leading with your best one? No, I've got a better one. But people stop listening as the podcast goes I've on. I've got many better ones. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like uh, you got to lead with your best stuff first because what if people, you know, have to go do something and they start listening to the podcast? Nobody does that. No, no. If you're listening to a podcast, it's because you're already doing something and you're using this as, like, to entertain yourself while you're doing something boring, like running on a treadmill. Oh, okay. Or walking. Yeah. Who, or wants, to, who wants to see the sights around them? Doing in the dishes is a good time to do the podcast listening. No, dishes are super fun. You've got to really <laughs> keep your brain <laughs> into that one. Um, who- P.S., can I just bring up something from last week yes. that has irked me somewhat? Oh, God, Please. Um, no better forum. Now, those of you who are listening intently would have noticed that- Oh, um, no. Oh, no. I know exactly what you were going to say. <laughs> that Matt did a memory trick on me. He was Da Vinci coding my brain. So, my point was that if you um, add things to locations that you know, so, for example, the example that I gave was imagine walking into your house and in the first room that you, you come across, there's Britney Spears- What colour dress is it? Is uh, it Matt? <laughs> on a bookshelf sitting. Uh, what was she eating a banana juggling bananas doesn't matter she was wearing a pink dress yes yeah, and then in the podcast we he, halfway through he's like what was Britney Spears wearing and I said pink dress and then he cut out the bit where he says actually it was a blue dress <laughs> and then at the end of the episode I say she's in a blue dress and I sound like a ninny well no one picked it up so you got I away with it, it up. I picked it up, and I know I know everyone was thinking she's a ninny. Well, I'm I'm glad that's the only edit that you've caught where I made you deliberately <laughs> look like a ninny because I'm I, I call it the ninny Easter egg. Every episode you I shouldn't make you edit look like any of this. This should all be free flowing. <laughs> imagine, imagine if I didn't edit I- any of this. Imagine. What do you mean? <laughs> it's pure gold. <laughs> um, all right, because you'd already heard my one, I'll give it a bonus mini fact. Yeah. All right. Okay. Well, that's exciting. Steve Commissar, 
sold a power uh, solar powered clothes dryer. <laughs> And he sold it for thirty nine ninety nine. No. And customers received just like a clothesline. <laughs> that's good. That's good. Yeah, that's a good business marketing. Man. Good that's- one, Steve Commissar. What did the picture say? Or did this? Say- I don't think there was a picture. I think it was just like solar powered clothes dryer, and everyone's like, "That's amazing! That's I love, awesome. I love the earth. I, I yeah. love drying my clothes." Yeah. Uh, you know what? The worst part about owning a dryer is how much energy it uses. Mm. If I could do this with the harnessing the power or of the, the sun. sun. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's great. Yeah, pretty good, right? Oh, do, do you know where and when? Like, was it in an age where people were generally ninnies or? Give me one second and cut this all out. <laughs> no, you wanted this unedited. <laughs> you will sit in this decision. All right. This you can the, make them listen to this th- if you want. This is the unedited episode. This is exactly what goes on as we oh, record. Oh, he's a character too, this guy. Classic uh, white guy looking guy. Oh, he's a convicted con man and extortionist. <laughs> See, this he's is in worth federal the federal prison, scheduled to be released April 16, thousand eighteen. Let's go meet him when he gets out. <laughs> this is occupation con man. Other names: Brett Champion. Yes. gave himself that name. Yeah, of course he did. Um, so yeah, so well, he's obviously around now. So it must have happened in our time. Wait. Oh, I- Actually, yeah, this one says that he, he sold it in national magazines and unsuspecting <laughs> customers received a length of clothesline. But he's also been arrested and convicted of numerous crimes. Okay. Well, because I was going to say you shouldn't go to jail for that trick because that's no, it's funny. Very, it's very smart. You know, once in the middle- I'm just going to show you a picture of him. Oh, yeah, yeah. That no, dude. I would not trust Brett Champion. <laughs> <laughs> he does not look like a champion at all. I can't wait for his release. What is he going to come up with next? Is he Australian? No, he's no. Um, from California. Oh, okay. The boobs in California no. are the greatest <laughs> boobs around. Whoa. Yeah, yeah. The boobs in California. See, there's there's no reason to cut anything oh, out. Oh, no, no. It's all gold. Everything was, <laughs> like the live episode when we did that, that was just like, you can see how good we are in front of a live audience. We don't Wait, need to edit. Don't, are you being serious or not? Yeah. Because I thought we were good. No, no, I am being. Oh, okay. I, I'm, I was seriously complimenting us. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I like it how sceptical you are. <laughs> these compliments. Wait, from me. I, I enjoyed that episode. Yeah, yeah, me, me too. <laughs> how dare you say it was good? Um, are you ready for my something amazing? Yeah. Uh, so, thank you for doing two facts as well. Well, I felt bad about the first one. Well, you should have. I think <laughs> in that case, you had quantity over quality, which is great. But the second one was pretty good, right? Yeah, you should have led with it. <laughs> I could just edit it so it goes the other way around. But no, no, no editing, editing this episode at this all. This is the no editor episode. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so um, an eight-year-old whose name is Sophia Spencer, was getting bullied for her love of bugs. Aww. But the internet came to bugs her rescue. Are really cool. The internet came to her rescue and she just got her first scientific publication. Oh. Okay, so here's the story. So Sophia Spencer, uh, she's a, an eight-year-old uh, and she loves bugs, loves them to death, mm. like ha- always catching them in jars, putting them on her shoulders. Uh, and this is where she made a, a crucial error. She took them to school. Oh. And uh, some of the other kids 
Um, didn't think it was so cool. No, I didn't think Had it was- Had they even seen A Bug's Life or <laughs> The Inferior Ants? Yes. <laughs> what ants is heaps better than A Bug's Life? <laughs> I knew Life? that would get a rise out of you. It is heaps. Do you literally think A Bug's Life is better than ants? Um, to be fair, I haven't seen ants in a very long time. It and just I do love get, A Bug's Life. It just didn't get the Disney marketing machine, so- A Bug's Life is, is wrapped up in nostalgia for me too, the, though. The opening theme to ants is a really How wicked opening theme. I'm I'm scatting, I think, a bit. No, it sounds good. On the, <laughs> sounds on the, like a great film. Um, I, I know we can't edit this out, but I got a very important text that I just got to respond to. So Are you kidding me? It's very important. It's about seeing a show tonight. No. Um, just recording. The, the, <laughs> the audience of Sally Amazing Podcast, deserves your undivided attention. But maybe. What are you doing? Corey's. <laughs> Show For those of you listening at home, I think we're going to see Corey's show tonight. 8.50. We'll let you know how it was next week, maybe. 8.50. Is If you're that... listening, maybe, and you're in Melbourne, make sure you see some fringe shows. <laughs> <laughs> They're lots of fun. I wonder how many people that are listening are not from Melbourne. If you're not from Melbourne... Email in at hello something amazing at gmail.com and mm. let us know where you're from because that would be really interesting. Oh, yeah. Because we've done like lots of like WA based facts. Yeah. Like not even Australian facts. Like like we've cornered in. I would love to know yeah, if like, there's like some strange corners hey, I'm that from people are listening Bulgaria. to. That would be wicked. That or would like, be wicked. My dream is to have an Antarctic research station. Oh, that'd be cool. My dream is for us to like tour this around. The International Space Station. To the International Space Station <laughs> and get, get their amazing facts. No, imagine if the International Space Station listened to the podcast. Yeah, we could travel there. Yeah, that'd be great. Visit our one s- listener out there. Have some astronaut ice cream. We'd meet every listener be like a rally. Yeah. Um, <laughs> if you want us to come visit you wherever you are, just send wherever your address you to hello something amazing at gmail.com. Yeah, send your address, the hours at your home, your home ABN? alarm code. We'd love your ABN. <laughs> I got one of those tax scams today. Did you? Yeah. yeah you, you know the ones where they call you up and they go... We are going to, we're going to like, warrant you know, they, for your arrest. Yeah, this happens to my mum all the time. They're really aggressive. Yeah, before we put it into the county court and serve this Yeah, to my mum they were like, we're going to have to remove you by force. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got a voicemail about it. I just Jeez Louise, it. cool down. Uh, so back we, to don't, but we know you're not real. Back to the bug lady, Sophia. Oh, how was your text, though? Just checking that went through fine. Well, actually, I should check it went through. Yeah, no, no don't delivered. actually. Delivered. Um, so... <laughs> Are you trying to prove to me that editing is necessary? Is that uh, what this is? It's a skill and it's important. That's all I'm saying. But, you know, let, let the Doesn't audience be the judge. Doesn't mean you need to derail a podcast. I'm not derailing it. You kept, kept everyone entertained very well with Did that I? great suggestion <laughs> of emailing in if you're listening from Hello, somewhere else. something amazing at gmod.com. <laughs> we'll see if anyone does it. And then we'll know that editing we'll is for chumps. <laughs> um, <laughs> Chumping at the bit. Yes. Just making us have, like, ongoing jokes. Yeah, it's good. It's good. Normally I cut them out, but not this week. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so Sophia um, and her lover Bugs. So she, she got- Do you know bu- what Bugs she brought in? Uh, no, 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 don't. I'm, look- I'm looking very quickly to try and find out. Uh, it might come up later. Let's find out. <laughs> um, so her mum felt bad for her and just uh, wrote- a letter to the Entomological Society of Canada looking for advice on how to encourage her child instead of her child just yeah, feeling down in the dark. bugs are awesome. Exactly. So, she wrote basically that um, 
she's te- often teased at school by her peers because she would proudly display her current bug friend on her shoulder. I was wondering if a professional entomologist would speak to her over the phone to encourage her love and explain to her how she could make this into a career. If someone could maybe talk to her for even five minutes or who wouldn't mind being a pen pal for her, Aww, I would much appreciate that's it. That's so lovely. So, the uh, the society, the Entomological Society of Canada, or ESC, as I'm going to call them from here on, um, loved, loved this letter and posted it on their Twitter and started a little hashtag called Bugs for Girls. Bugs are for girls with the letter R and the number four. Classic. So, Bugs are for girls. Girls, though, interestingly, with an S, not a Z at Thank the end. Thank goodness. <laughs> um, um, and just said, hey, uh, feel free to connect. With Sophia, I sent us a DM and we'll, we'll connect you. Anyway, it took off. So, it got retweeted, went all around the world. Trend? Media picked up on it. Right. Bug, hashtag bugs are for girls. <laughs> it's going all around the world. Uh, they, they predict over like a million people just saw it oh like through, through this reach. Um, and people just started sending her like microscopes and, you know, writing her letters. And, of course, female entomologists just rallied behind her, giving her all this support. Um, and so what somebody did was said, okay, I'm going to write a letter um, for a scientific journal about how about science communication and how it can be done in the social media age. And that um, that kind of article got published. Mm-hmm. And then because he asked Sophia to write a little bit uh, – in it at the end about how it changed her life. Yeah. Then she was technically a co-author of the paper, which means she's now uh, published in a scientific journal at eight years old for her love of bugs. That's so great. Everything about that story is so lovely. And do you want to know what she wrote in in her, like, kind of, like, her comment? She was like, my favourite bugs are snails, slugs and caterpillars, but my favourite one of all is grasshoppers. Last year in the fall I had a best bug friend and his name was... Guess. Uh, gr- gr- grassy boy. Hoppers. Hoppers. After my mom- I didn't want to say Hopper because that's actually a character in A Bug's Life. Yeah, and we're already getting sued by Disney for slander because they said their marketing machine <laughs> overtook the far superior film of Ants. When uh, was the last time you saw Ants? Not for a very long time. So you don't really know if it's far superior. No, yeah, I was quite- Impressionable at that age, actually. <laughs> uh, but isn't that weird that two movie studios came out with the exact same, like, we're going to look at bugs? Yeah, I think that happens a bit because of... Um, Long like, lead times? Well, Especially and, in animation. Well, anim- yeah, that and also just, like, um, scripts and ideas will be passed around and yeah. people are like, this is great. Yeah. And then they start working on things. Oh, right. Like, remember when those mo- those two movies came out that were, like, about um, uh, sex buddies? <laughs> Uh, with like one was like Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis and the other one was I forget but it was like the exact same movie that like one was like just friends and the other one was like just fucking yeah oh, shit, I shouldn't say that <laughs> you can't edit oh, it no. Oh, no. what have you done did you see me like oh, no. so carefully say sex buddies I know that's uh, oh, it, Friends with Benefits was yeah, the other one. Yeah, and that was what, Rogan and... No, it wasn't Rogan. Oh, Justin Timberlake and... No, okay. 
someone. See, I could normally cut all this chat out and just go straight to the answer. But you no. can't. It's no. all in. <laughs> but they were like the exact same movie and they came out. And then there was two Steve Jobs movies. Yeah. Just speaking of Ashton Kutcher. Okay, this is an amazing fact. <laughs> Did it? you know that Madonna yes. wanted to remake Casablanca with Ashton Kutcher and her as the leads and oh. all of the movie studios were like, no, that's I can't a believe, terrible idea. I can't believe one of them didn't just give them like 50 grand and just say, go just, for it. Come yeah, on. I want to see but this. No, I'll were, pay for this personally because I want to screen this at no, my Christmas they were party. Like, no, Casablanca is so important to film. You can't ruin it with, <laughs> with Madonna and Ashton Kutcher as the leads. <laughs> Casablanca 2. <laughs> Giving a damn. Um is that right? Is that a quote from... No, that's gone for the wind. That's gone with the wind. Damn, see, now I can't make myself not look like an idiot. Mm, welcome to my world of just my life. Because <laughs> I don't get to edit my life. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, so this is what... This is, this is um, Sophia. Wait, is it though? Frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. It's... That's gone with the wind, isn't it? I think it's gone with the wind. And Casablanca... Wait, Played Again, Sam, is definitely Casablanca. That's Casablanca. And the other one is... Oh, he's looking at you, kid, is Casablanca. Ah, uh, okay. Um, <laughs> this is the end of the, the letter, the quote. After my mum sent the message and showed me all the responses, I was happy. It felt good to have so many people support me, and it was cool to see other girls and grown-ups studying bugs. It made me feel like I could do it too, and I definitely, definitely want to study bugs when I grow up, probably grasshoppers. <laughs> you know what's a really cool bug? What? The Lord Howe Island stick insect. Why? <laughs> it's the most endangered bug in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, everyone thought that it was like, like extinct for 80 years. Yeah. Because on the Lord Howe Island, a ship uh, there was a shipwreck, and all the rats got onto the island and ate all of the Lord Howe Island stick insects. Yes. And so then everyone was like, oh, that bug's gone. But then there was this other, like, really hard to get onto um, island yeah. called yeah. Um, Ball's Pyramid. And- <laughs> <laughs> You're right, mate. <laughs> Just a funny mental image. <laughs> anyway, finally they got onto it. And they found the bugs they, in just one scrambled the balls. One tree yep. in this entire island. And now they're repopulating them. Oh. And they exist again now. They oh, thought they were on. gone for 80 years. Well, you know what? Uh, Sarah probably would love that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sophia, her name was. Damn it. <laughs> you are going to look like such a dummy. Damn it. I with your non-editing. Unlock, I couldn't unlock my iPad quick enough. <laughs> Is there, I wonder how many people are like, um, thinking like their whole life is a lie because they thought there was no editing ever in this show and uh, now they're coming to the realisation that there is. Well, you're, you're hearing been. what it's normally like. And it's not that far off. I just normally like just cut out us going, oh, just let me find the fact or like- um, <laughs> or, or, like- you, or you correcting me in the wrong way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And this is all you're doing, Emily. <laughs> so- um, Anyway, your turn. Okay. So, you <laughs> know those hilarious inflatable dancing men? Yes. That are the outside wa- of The like- wacky inflatable arm. Um, yeah. And they're generally men. outside of like used car, car sales, sales places or yeah. like at Fates. Yeah. Yeah. Did you know their origin? No, but now you've got my full <laughs> undivided attention. In fact, you should have led with this one. Well, yeah. This is my better one. Yeah. <laughs> This is even better than Steve Commissar slash Brett Champion. If I could edit this, I would put this straight out front, like even <laughs> well, before I'm the intro. Well, I'm the people who have finished doing their dishes and are still listening. <laughs> okay, you're up. Go. So, it actually began as art. Yes. Right. So, there was this guy called uh, Peter Minshaw. 
Yeah. And he created these giant, like, um, puppets for Carnival. He was, um, he was a Caribbean artist. And so there were, like, these huge, like, dancing puppets that he'd make and they'd be in, like, the parade. And he wrote a book about it. And then in the 1996 Olympics, mm-hmm. um, the guy who was, like, commissioning the opening ceremony mm-hmm. um, read his book and was like, these are cool. Like, they'll be awesome in the opening ceremony. I'm going to commission him to make these, like- Which Olympics? Cool. The 1996 ones in Atlanta. Uh, Atlanta, yeah. Oh, did you know they were in Atlanta? Did I you? did, actually. Did you? Yeah. That's very smart. Yeah. I, I could- 92 was- Barcelona as well. Two thousand was Sydney. Sydney. <laughs> two thousand one. I know for Athens. I have no idea. Two thousand eight Rio. No, two thousand twelve Rio. Because remember there was that um Sid- one. the um the the um London. London and Beijing. Yeah, Beijing is next. Oh, we had them. Did we have them anyway? I, I but I really remember Atlanta because I, that was like when you're impressionable primary school kid. Like see, that's what the two thousands ones was for me. Yeah, right. Because then there was Nikki Webster floating in the, the, air. the southern sky and the lawnmowers and the um what was it? What were they called? Sid, Ollie, and Millie. Yeah, the, yeah like the, big uh like mascots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they were cool. Yeah, <laughs> I love them. Uh, Roy and HG were doing all their funny commentary at night. Anyway, yes. so um, they commissioned him. Stephen Bradbury. Well, that was Sydney 2000, wasn't was it? Was it? No. Or that must have been the, the Winter Olympics. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's so funny. That's Stephen so Bradbury. Funny. That's, That's like the proudest Australian thing that has ever happened. And like apparently there's an ice skating rink named after him. Is so there? if you don't know who Stephen Bradbury is, first of all, just go to YouTube and just watch the video so of how he won gold, a gold medal in an Olympics <laughs> by literally everybody else failing in front of him. And he was like so far behind as well. Like, oh, there was like he was not no, in like that. He at shouldn't all. have even been in that race. Yeah. So it's just his ultimate symbol of like anyone can do it. If you just stick in there, there's a chance that everybody <laughs> else will fail. Who's better than you will not c- quite complete what they've been trained to do. <laughs> uh, and so it's called Brad Bring It. Uh, anyway, yeah. So I remember that. Yeah. So, um, so they commissioned him to make this like these art pieces, basically, these giant puppets. And um, he was like, oh, like, wouldn't it be awesome if, like, they could all go on their own? So then he um, got the help of this guy called Nerome Gazette. Nerome Gazette, who was, like, all into, like, inflatable things. Yeah, of course. Like in a weird way or just like? Oh, yeah, real weird. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And they came up with, like, a puppet design that then if you, like, blew air into, it would dance on its own. And so they had them all around for the opening ceremony and then, um, like, they were a big hit and everyone loved them and afterwards they, like, patented it and started selling it to, like, for advertisers. That is so cool. It's cool, right? (laughs) And like, like, does he still get money every time one of those things get made? Like, did he? Put oh, yeah, a if you've got a patent. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, great. Yeah. That's so good. <laughs> <laughs> so every time you see one, think, think of, of Stephen, Sophia, Sophia. No, think <laughs> of Sarah. <laughs> think of the Caribbean. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And the nineteen ninety six Atlanta Olympics. Oh, what Olympics? What? So, are you telling me those things didn't exist? Didn't in- exist until nineteen ninety six. So. Wow, that that makes me want now, to like. Now, what a massive out. part of pop culture they are! Yeah. Have you seen them in "It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia"? They do a whole dance just fa- for them. Family Guy, they had a Family whole. Family Guy, they have a whole like cutaway gag of them. Yeah, it's a big, big part of our lives now. That's that, thanks, Peter Minshaw. That is, and also kind of thanks to Nerome Gazette as well. That and is thanks to all the people of Atlanta. That is something, something amazing. amazing. <laughs> okay, so finally, 
And because we're out of time, because I can't edit. Because you can't edit anything else. <laughs> uh, but just quickly, this roving robot learned pedestrian manners. Hang on, are you doing a robot fact Can about Saracini? Can you believe it? <laughs> to be fair, I'm pretty impressed because you did a bug fact. Yeah. I mean, an animal fact in yeah, that. Yeah, I was going to do two, but then I was like, oh, don't do not do it all at once. <laughs> um, so, it's, so, robots are going to be everywhere, right? They're just going to probably deliver our pizzas. Show and, bits. And have like- um, I hope all of you listen to that opening song, by the way. <laughs> So good. Um, so the the whole thing is, well, if they're going to be on the streets with us, we're going to have to program them uh, like how to move. That's not the hard bit. How do we program a robot to be polite? Hmm. Because, like, for example, if you and P's I and Q's. W- were meeting no, each other. P's and, P's and Q's? Why is it P's and Q's? Mind your P's and Q's. What's the Q's for? I have no idea. We'll ask Louisa, who P's is our T's. relative linguistic expert. Why is it not P's and T's? I don't know. T's and P's. TP. What do you think they stand for? Please and thank yous. Oh. But what's P's and Q's? I don't know. Do you know the term P's and Q's though? Or yes. have I just made this up? Yes. Is it but like please and I'm not and- 100% sure what's P's and Q's now that you said that. What's. Uh, my brain is. Please, dying. I'm really running out of time. <laughs> <laughs> so if you and I were walking towards each other. Yeah. Um, and, on the street. And I was a robot. And no, sorry. And we were I strangers. Was a human. I was a human. We were strangers. Which way would you go? What do you mean? Like if I was walking past you on the street, like, you know, if we were walking towards each other. Uh, to the left? Yeah, so yeah. We, we kind of avoid it. We just know instinctively to do that. Not to Robo- walk into each other. Yeah, well, robots don't know anything, right? Excuse me, have you seen a Roomba? So, okay. I mean, they don't know what to do around poo, but they know how to <laughs> get around an area. But they, don't, but they a Roomba just knows to stop, right? And then maybe, like, turn and stuff like that. But how, uh, okay. how do hu- humans just know, go left, you just avoid each other. Also, if I'm walking behind you... Not during peak hour, am I right? <laughs> and you're walking slower than me or faster than me or whatever, I will vary my speed to... to be right and so like if you have a robot that's just like oh i don't know what to do and just stopping then it's yeah. gonna cause chaos there's people who stopping crowds oh so he turns out yeah i hate slow walkers hate oh, them so come on much. come on get, get it going worse than white walkers um <laughs> so <laughs> excellent i don't think that deserved that but thank you um so anyway apparently this is really hard to do right so the options are they can constantly look at their environment um, and go, okay, where's the clearest space and head to that? But that takes sh- a lot of computing power. So that's like too hard. So then they're like, okay, we can create like movement and dynamic rules. Like they can go, um, oh, okay, let's look at how every um, human is moving. Let's plan a path for myself and then just alter that path on the go. But apparently humans are too unpredictable for mm. that to happen. So <laughs> Tell me about it. They tried that one. So what they ended up doing um, was they ended up doing a, a machine learning thing where they would, um, but the robot would observe and try and predict what um, people would do, but it also learned civility over time. And how it learned was pretty much like training a child. When it passed somebody in a bad way, it was penalised. And what? I don't know I don't know what penalised means in this. <laughs> and when it made a proper passing manoeuvre, it was rewarded. I don't know, how do they penalise or reward them? <laughs> I don't know. Just, I, this, I, is, this is what this should be about. What is? What are they doing? So it's just like a programmed tick, I guess, or a programmed electric shock. I oh, know, I don't know what they did. So anyway, so uh over time it could like it would it would make predictions and go I think I should go this way based on what I've learned previously and then as it and then it 
um, observes and then as it makes more and more decisions on its own, <laughs> the researchers go, yeah, that's a good decision. No. Or, yeah, that's a bad decision. And decisions get so better. So many things about now, this is bad. And now I can do 20 minutes of walking and we're out of time. No, yeah. but the robots will kill us all. What? Who cares about time? <laughs> <laughs> well, what do you recommend? Oh, yeah. I recommend don't edit your thoughts, don't edit your feelings, just be you. I recommend if you do your podcast, really edit it. You really <laughs> should edit it. It'll make it tighter, it respects your audience more and their time, or be really good presenters and improvisers if you're doing a podcast. I recommend if it's sunny, put your clothes out and using your solar-powered <laughs> clothesline you have. Don't worry about the dryer. I recommend if you see a child that is interested in something, don't bully them. Yeah. Support them and start a hashtag in their <laughs> honour and try and go viral. Uh, also, speaking of going viral. What? Share this podcast yeah, with your mates. Yeah, share it with everyone you've ever met or seen in your life. If you're listening not in Australia, send us an email. Hello hashtag girls for, bugs are for girls. Send us an email. Hello something amazing at gmail.com. Uh, leave us five, five stars off. out of five. Uh, whoa, we've blown out. Um, blown out? What do you mean? Well, normally I try to keep this under half an hour. Well, no, this week is this week is wild and loose, baby. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly right. You even said the F word, penis, penis, penis. See ya, Emily. Bye. <laughs>